0: This episode is brought to you by Meerkat Village. Being a special needs parent often requires a superhuman ability to manage a ton of different things all at once. Between work, school, doctor's appointments, therapies, our own self-care, and anything else life can throw at us, it can be tough to manage all this stuff. And don't even get me started on trying to keep everyone communicating with each other because that seems to be impossible sometimes. But Meerkat Village can help. They say it takes a village, and this is especially true for special needs families. Meerkat Village is a platform for Android and iOS that helps to keep everyone in your village communicating and coordinating their efforts to support your child. Whether you're tracking a child's progress at school or brainstorming new strategies to help with behavioral concerns, Meerkat Village helps everyone stay connected and on the same page. It's all done inside one easy to use, HIPAA and FERPA compliant app. For more information, visit MeerkatVillage.com. That's M E E R K A T V I L L A G E.com. Welcome to the Autism Dad podcast. I'm Rob Gorski. As a single dad to three amazing autistic kids, I've been the go-to resource for parents across the globe, navigating neurodivergence since 2010. Building on the success of my award-winning blog, The Autism Dad, this podcast provides parents raising autistic or neurodivergent kids with comfort, community, resources, and validation. You'll also hear inspiring stories from parents just like you, reminding you that you're not alone. So don't miss out. New episodes drop every Monday and Wednesday. Subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app and visit TheAutismDad.com for more information. On this week's episode of The Autism Dad Podcast, I'm I'm really excited to share this interview with you guys. I I sat down with my oldest son, Gavin. Uh, Gavin is 23 and he is autistic and he is transitioning into his adult life right now. And so we have a whole conversation all about what independence means to him, and, and what he wants out of life, and and how he feels about the things he's accomplished, and and just what, like what you know, what gives him a feeling of purpose and and direction, and uh, it's so amazing to see where he is now versus where he was when he was younger. For those of you who don't know, Gavin was diagnosed with childhood disintegrative disorder, which means he basically developed typically and even advanced in some areas until about the age of four and then experienced what felt like overnight massive, massive regression. It's a very rare form of autism, and it's been kind of an uphill battle for him ever since. There's been a lot of health issues and behavioral problems that we've had to contend with over the years. And, you know, he has done amazing, and I'm so proud of him. And I'm excited for you guys to hear this because he is so inspiring so inspiring. I, I felt like I was sitting down talking to a therapist at at one point, and you know he has a message of hope that he wants to give you guys, and uh, I I could not be prouder of who he is, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to tune in, and I hope that you guys enjoy the interview. All right, so Gavin is with me today, and we are going to have a conversation about independence. Uh, he is twenty three years old and autistic, and has just this year kind of undertaken that adventure into his adult life, right? So he's building his own adult life, and uh, we've been getting some questions about that, because we've been sharing that process, and I thought I'd have a conversation with Mr. Gavin, uh, have him introduce himself, tell us a little bit about himself, and just talk about what independence means to him, and what that process has been like. Does that work for you? Mm -hmm. All right. Got to move the mic in front of you. There you go. You can down a little bit. Perfect. All right. So could you take a second and just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah. Uh, my name is Gavin Alexander Gorski. I am 23 years old. And a little something about me is I am a jokester. <laughs> I do what I can to kind of lift people's spirits up when they're a little down, or at least attempt to. Okay. Uh, and I am a, a gamer and a bit of a geek when it comes to, like, anime, manga, and a little bit of science here and there okay. when it
0: fascinates me. Cool. Uh, do you have a favorite game? Um, Dark Souls? Dark Souls, yeah. yeah it, D- Dark Souls 3,
1: in particular. Okay. Uh, I've actually been playing through it again, my second playthrough of it recently, and is ju- just as hard as I remember, it, but not as hard as my first playthrough because uh, I had no idea what I was doing. So, naturally, I know a lot more now than I did before. Okay. And it's just like, I play the series, I play the game because If I can beat some of the hardest challenges this game has to offer, Mm -hmm. it makes me feel like I can accomplish uh, anything and tackle any challenge life decides to throw at me.
0: That is a great attitude. That's a great attitude. And if you're not familiar with Dark Souls, Dark Souls I think is considered one of the hardest games ever. Uh, I get frustrated just watching him. I would never play it myself. And so props to you for... Putting yourself through that and never giving up.
1: Yeah, it, it's it is very difficult because it's not. It, it, there are times where it just like throws you into the fray without any context, or uh, it does give you a few tutorials here and there, but for the most part, you're just on your own. Okay, and you will die a lot.
0: And it's not for little kids. Oh, oh no, it's
1: not. Uh, the series is, like, we're talking M for Mature, the right. Teen 15. Yeah. Uh, but it's the first game and the third game that is M for Mature. And okay. it's, like, you have a few that are, like, Teen 15. Okay. But it's mostly, like, for adults. It's an
0: adult game. Okay. So, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that you and I have been kind of doing this year, your mm-hmm. main focus has been on kind of growing into your adult life. Yes. Right. Cause you're 23 mm-hmm. and kind of outgrown living at home. Um, but until recently I thought you and I were going to be roommates forever. And then yeah. when, when COVID hit and we were on lockdown for that lengthy period of time, because you are immunocompromised. Yes. So, uh, we needed to be very, very careful. So we were on lockdown for 15 mm-hmm. months. um, you decided that you had had enough of living with me and your brothers (laughs) and decided that it was time for you to think about moving out. And so we've been kind of slowly working towards that and practicing skills at home. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about what you have done this year?
1: All right. Uh, Well, I've actually done a lot of things. Uh, I think the most notable thing that I accomplished this year uh, which actually there are many things that I accomplished this year that mm-hmm. are very notable, but I think the one that always stuck out to me was my job training. okay? Uh, now I uh, I went to goodwill, sort of like a building that branches with goodwill mm-hmm. that does that does this job training. Mm-hmm. I got a job coach and went to one of Goodwill's stores to do my to do my job training we Mm -hmm. did for five days uh i would actually if i recall correctly i would make a little bit of money while Mm -hmm. doing that yeah uh and i did stuff like uh certain clothes and books mainly like uh so in the good clothes that could be sold and the clothes had holes and stuff that would go like the foreign countries okay for
0: how did you feel about that whole I, process?
1: I, I felt really good about it. And like, honestly, it, I was doing something that was outside the house. So that was, that was fun. Uh, but more importantly, it made me feel like I was doing something that actually mattered that was actually helping someone. So like, not like not like just having my story be told to help people who are dealing with such same yeah. similar challenges that I am, but like actually doing something that yeah. was going to be benefiting someone
0: somewhere in the world. So like purpose.
1: Yes, a purpose. Cause uh ever since I was pulled out of high school, I was I had no purpose. Like my purpose when I was going to school was learning and being with my friends now Mm -hmm. naturally they were my classmates we didn't do that much outside the classroom Mm -hmm. but we did enough that i generally considered my friends yeah and my friends and my learning were my purpose okay and when i was pulled out of high school because my health is just getting so bad i lost my learning i lost my purpose of learning for a long time and I lost my purpose of friends. Mm-hmm. And that really, really took a toll on me emotionally. Yeah, it did. It and like I was I was held in my room, I was depressed. I I felt like a worthless piece of trash.
0: Okay. okay.
1: And so to do stuff like this during job training felt like I was gonna be finding some newfound purpose
0: later on in life okay can i can i just clarify something when you when you say you felt like a worthless piece of trash that's kind of hard for me to hear that Uh, i understand and i guess i wanted to just kind of ask you some questions about that if that's Mm -hmm. okay uh i mean you know that you're not worthless no you've never been worthless. no do you do you mean more like you just sort of felt frustrated and uh like you weren't maybe contributing to the world is that sort of what you mean yes uh, okay
1: but i uh, also just generally felt like a was this piece of trash okay because i'm I,
0: sorry that you felt that way uh, oh no we, no we, we, it's, it, it, it's it's not, not okay it's not okay it's not okay you should never have had to feel that way and if i had to make the decision again, whether to pull you out in high school, I would have, mm-hmm. I would have pulled you out of high school I, I because at, at the time you were so sick Yes. that, I mean, it was literally, I think, saving your life at, yeah. at that point. Cause we were, we were trying to really focus on mm-hmm. the greater good. And at that point school didn't matter in the, in the bigger picture because you couldn't, we couldn't keep you out of the hospital. Yeah. Um, and then there was a lot of things that happened in our life that mm-hmm. complicated things, and then COVID hit. Yes. And, and um, it became harder, I think, to kind of to chart that path forward for you. Yeah. And honestly, to be completely honest with you, I wasn't sure what you were going to want to do or what you would be able to do. And you have absolutely blown my mind, absolutely blown my mind in the things that you have accomplished that no one thought you'd be able to, you know, so I just wanted to, it it, it breaks my, <laughs> it breaks my heart to hear you say that you felt like a worthless piece of trash because I, I, you're not.
1: I, that. I'm, I'm aware but at the time that's what I felt like Okay, because I had no purpose, uh, I had no path laid out to me or I had no idea what I was gonna do at that point anymore. Cause uh yeah. school kinda like was giving me the ideas of yeah. what I was gonna do with my life going forward. Yeah. And then like once that like blueprint slash guide, metaphorically speaking, was <laughs> was sh- stripped I love the way you talk. Was stripped away yeah. when I was pulled out. It's like, yeah, everything just became dark.
0: And so that just, and and so the best way you know to describe it is you felt like a worthless piece of trash. Yes. Okay. You, but you you know that that's not true. Like you're not a worthless piece of trash, right? And- Yes, I, I know that. Okay, and you know that you were loved. Yes. Okay, it's just how you felt. It's how I felt. Okay. It's, and how could
1: I? I was was like what, thirteen years old,
0: fourteen. It was it time. was a difficult it was a difficult time. You know, we went through. Your health was crazy. I mean, you had a wish granted. Yeah. Because we just weren't sure what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I became a single parent, and it was just the four of us—you, me, and your brothers. Yeah. Uh, that complicated things. Yes. made things a little bit more challenging. And and I just want to point out too, like one of the only reasons that I think we made it through was because you stepped up. Like you, you made such a profound turnaround in the behavioral issues that, that you were having back then mm-hmm. and uh, became a, like a totally different person. You know, you calmed down, you stopped having the meltdowns, like, and you just, it was like you kind of grew up. Well, here's what I think about
1: that. So I think the person I became afterwards, not like the maturing part of it, mm-hmm. but like the stepping up, the one to help and just the all around, just yeah. the kind of person I became minus the maturity again, I was always that person. I just was never able to be that person because I was in such helpless situations. And, like, with the situations involving family and stuff like that.
0: Okay. You're talking about your mom. Yeah. Okay.
1: And because I was and Yeah, so when you became a single parent, just became you, me, and my brothers, I, some, as you said, when the behavioral issues just went away instantly, something clicked in my head and I was finally able to be the person I was. So I, I was always, so, and I was always that person deep down. Mm-hmm. And a part of me knew that. I was just in a position where I was unable to be
0: that person. This episode is brought to you by Kenjo. Kenjo, where every Roblox experience becomes not just a game, but a learning opportunity. Kenjo's mission is to turn every second your child spends on Roblox into a moment of fun and education. Beyond the thrill of the game, Kenjo motivates kids in a number of ways. By seamlessly integrating with the Roblox account, children are naturally driven towards expert-reviewed content fostering both fun and learning. Every game is meticulously evaluated on a comprehensive 500 plus point scale by a dedicated team of learning experts, educators, software engineers, user experience designers, and even parents. The games that shine in both challenge and educational value earn a flame rating, guiding players towards richer, more meaningful content. And the motivation doesn't stop there. As they play and earn, Kids are rewarded with Kenjo points, transforming achievements into real-world rewards. Kids love Kenjo for the endless fun, adventures, and rewards. Parents appreciate the insights and clarity Kenjo offers, shedding light on their child's Roblox journey and helping them make informed decisions about what their child plays inside the Roblox world. Kenjo isn't just an app. It's an evolution in the gaming world. It's where playtime meets profound learning. Kenjo Basic is absolutely free. If you're looking for deeper insights and accelerated rewards for the kiddos, check out the Kenjo Plus subscription. So dive into Kenjo, where every game is a lesson and every challenge an opportunity. Join the future of gaming by visiting theautismdad.com forward slash Kenjo. That's theautismdad.com forward slash K-I-N-J-O. And use the code theautismdad to save 10% off a Kenjo Plus subscription. sometimes combinations of people can make life challenging Mm -hmm. and I, you know, it's, it's, it's not always someone's fault. It's just, um, I think that is tragic is everything that we went through was, Mm -hmm. it was absolutely for the best. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And, and yeah, so we could just kind of not, I I don't want to get too deep into that. Yeah. I, but the whole point is yes. is that you started down a whole different path. Yes. And things that you were never supposed to be able to do, mm-hmm. you just started making this list and checking them off. like It was crazy. And so now, in 2023, mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you've accomplished that you're, that you're very proud of? I got a job. Tell me about the job. Uh, I without, work at, sa- without saying where yes, you work. Yes, yes. I work at a local grocery store. Okay.
1: Uh, I stock... Like f- dry food and stuff, like okay. cereal, um snacks, mm-hmm. uh juice. Okay. S- which is not really dry food, that's more of a drink, yeah. but it's still. Uh I stock food. Okay. Uh I stock household appli uh supplies like laundry detergent,
0: uh bleach wipes. So you learned food. where everything is in the store? Yes. Okay. Do you help people when they need to find something? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Actually,
1: that's actually a daily part of my job.
0: So I want to just, I'm so proud of him. So like, let's just, I want to just throw this out there. So who is the guy who started out only supposed to be working part-time, maybe two days a week, and keeps getting more days because he's doing so awesome? Which guy is that? Me. That's you. That's right. That's right. He's doing so well that he's getting he's getting more and more days every week, and that's so freaking amazing. The maximum is four. Yeah, the yeah. maximum is four, but that's besides the point. But you're still you're still enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, he like, so so. Let's do this. Can you tell us like how do you get to work? How does that? Work? Uh,
1: I have people who drive me. Okay, so I have non medical transportation. Okay, from home to work, and mm-hmm. from work to home. Mm-hmm. They pick me up around about an hour to 30 minutes.
0: Before you're supposed
1: to be at before work? Before I'm supposed to be at work, mostly uh-huh. an hour. And my, my only goal is to make sure I'm ready to go to work, and then when they're ready to take me home, just clock out, go out there, they pick me up, they take me home.
0: And you get yourself up, Mm -hmm. you pack your own lunch, Mm -hmm. you are now buying your own groceries to some extent. To to some extent. And making sure that you have some of the things that you want because it's sort of practicing for when you... Yes. The ultimate thing, the ultimate thing is he is going to move out. You are going to move out. We don't know what that looks like yet. Mm -hmm. No. But we do know that you are going to leave the house and live somewhere else. And that is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited for you that you get to do that.
1: Oh yeah. And I actually have a full, a full, full day for when I do move out, Pointed out, like I'm going to get myself a little bit of a housewarming gift. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to get myself a little bit of housewarming gift. Uh, I'm going to set up my own Netflix profile uh-huh. that is not,
0: just your own account, my own account. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna set up my own Netflix account. Uh huh. I'm gonna order something from DoorDash or poppy from like. You Pop- do that anyways. I,
0: I I do that anyways. Which is so cool. You like order. I, you have your own DoorDash account. You have your own credit card. Like you just manage your own life. I I, I know. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna order
1: something. Yeah. To to have, maybe if I, cause I wanna go into a group home really and truly. You want to live with other people
0: yeah okay uh
1: and like maybe if they want to uh, i can order some for them as well and like just just order dinner for me and my new housemate house housemates and then we could then we could put something on and just hang Hang out
0: out. that sounds really cool and you know like you can't see him right now but he's got this big smile on his face just thinking about it and talking about it is that are you pretty excited I'm so excited. I'm a little nervous because right.
1: it's as how grown of this house as I am. It's out of my
0: comfort zone. To oh, to live somewhere else.
1: Yeah, yeah. but I think our little recent vacation has given me a sort of a little bit of an experience, a uh, similar experience of what that's going to be like mm-hmm. when I move into a group home. Mm-hmm. So. I do
0: appreciate that. Okay. Um, and so I don't want to go I don't want to go too long on, on this right now, uh, but I do want to ask you if you have any advice for other people out there who are wanting to become more independent in their lives. Mm-hmm. Like what um what would you advise them? Is that not specific enough? It's probably not specific enough. That's a very broad question. <laughs> that is a very broad let me, question. Let me reword it. Um, how about this? Your, your whole life when, when you were growing up, mm-hmm. people were telling you all the things that you would never do. Yeah. And yet you turned around and did all of those things, plus a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. So if there are parents out there right now, mm-hmm. hearing that their kids will never do something or may never do something, what would you want to tell those parents?
1: I would tell those parents to not lose hope. To hold out hope that in some way, in somehow, that their kids will be able to accomplish these things, maybe not completely on their own, mm-hmm. but be able to accomplish them on their own to enough extent that they will be able to accomplish a lot
0: more. Okay. So don't give up hope. Don't
1: give up hope. Very good. Cool. There's always, there's always, there's always a way. It's always, yeah. always a way.
0: And independence mm-hmm. can look different for everyone. It, 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 can, it can. It can. Like,
1: I'm, I'm never going to be living completely on my own. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as I have accomplished, I do still have a lot of shortcomings. Some I can work through, Mm -hmm. others I cannot. Okay. Uh, For one thing, one thing I can work through. Is sort of my forgetfulness. I can find workarounds (laughs) for that.
0: You can be forgetful.
1: I I can be forgetful. But I, I (laughs) I can find ways to work around that. Yeah. And so I can remember things a lot more often. Yeah. One thing I will potentially never be able to work around is my inability to drive myself. That will probably never be something I'll be able to overcome. Okay. But it's... That's more of a safety thing. That's, it is more of a safety thing. But, but for me, I don't say I can't do it until I at least try.
0: And that's something we can actually explore. If that
1: that if, is something we can actually explore. There,
0: there's, because
1: like, there's no harm in trying something before you truly say, I am unable to do this. Okay. Because there's always that possibility that I can do it. Yeah. There are just some things I have to work on, like my focus.
0: In order to do them safely. In order to do them safely. Yeah, because we, it, you know, like with driving, it's not only your safety, but everyone else's oh, oh, safety yes. too. That, that is true. But I love your attitude because I think that's such an important message to send to not only parents, but other kids and, and even adults as well. Yes, like, you don't know what you can or cannot do until you try, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and even if it's challenging, yeah. Like,
1: so what? The challenge, if you overcome it, will make you not just stronger as a person, mm-hmm. but it will show you what you are truly capable of. You will never sure. know what you are truly capable of if you don't challenge yourself yeah life is not full of easy going moments it's not easy because the truth is life's gonna
0: throw bs at you at every given turn (laughs) it 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 is it's you should just see his face right now he's he's (laughs) I, i did i'm sorry you just that's 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 such good advice it's just like i'm sitting here talking to a therapist Right now is what it's what it feels like. He's in my he's in my uh, my desk chair, and I'm like sitting on my bed, and, and he's like he's he's you know like a therapist right now. It's oh, God, you've come so far, man. But like that's the one thing life has taught me: it's going to throw it's
1: going to throw all sorts of crap at you at any mm-hmm. given turn. Mm-hmm. But if you can overcome it, you will not only improve. On what you are capable or not capable of. But you'll also be able to see what you are truly capable of as well. Mm-hmm. And you will get, you'll be so much stronger as a person as well. Awesome. And, and from my point of view, I, think, I feel like people, well, not people, the world needs more people who know what they are and aren't capable of. Mm-hmm. And who can give that message of hope to the world? Because right now, the world is, seems bleak, and there's not much, and in some areas, there's not much hope around. So the world needs people who can spread hope. Yeah. And give people hope that there is a future that there is a life behind the tunnel mm-hmm. for all of us
0: well gavin that's a great way to end this i agree i really appreciate your time mm-hmm. and uh we're compiling a list people are submitting questions that they would like to have conversation have have us have conversations mm-hmm. about and sometimes i'm going to ask you sometimes i'm going to ask your brother elliot or Emmett, and Uh, just kind of get your feedback and what your thoughts are on certain things. And I think it it helps people and they want to hear what you have to say. Mm -hmm. So you did a great job. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thanks a lot, man. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll see you guys later. Before I let you go, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to tune in today. It means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. And, you know, I put a lot of time and energy into each one of these episodes because I want there to be a resource for you that wasn't available for me when I was going through this with my kids. And, you know, I I want there to be a positive impact on your lives. I want you to be able to learn something and enjoy what you're hearing. So uh, thank you again. I really appreciate it. For more information, you can visit theautismdad.com. You can subscribe on any one of your favorite podcast listening apps. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Thank you. Bye.